What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to the Mode Podcast. I'm Kesley. And I'm Duke. And Duke got me good last night. I was hoping <gasps> we were going to talk about this. Did that this. sound like Alabama? Yikes, I didn't mean it that no, way. No, 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 no. Okay. Because everyone knows that I love a good haunted house, which means that I love a good scare. I mean, I did just work at a haunted house for an hour, so of course I love scaring people. We haven't even talked about that either. We have so many spooky updates. We have a lot, and we're going to run through them quickly, but basically, here's the gist. I got a mask from Spirit Halloween when I was with my little stepsister and we got it for a TikTok and then I bought it so I wanted to bring it home. Probably one of the creepiest masks I've ever seen but I hadn't seen it in person. If you want to look up which mask it is just look up Laughing Jack. That's the name of it. (gasps) Better yet we'll take a picture with it tonight and it will be on our Instagram. There you go but um Basically, Kesley was out working late. She wasn't going to be home until it was dark, and I knew all of this information. Actually, I don't think she was home until, what, 10 p.m.? Mm-hmm. At least. And I had to entertain myself around the house, and I saw that mask sitting over in my living quarters, and it was really scary, and I said, you know what? I bet this would freak her out if I went and hid it somewhere in her living quarters. What a nice brother. I'm really nice. Well, I am nice because I didn't leave you to suffer through it alone. Yeah, I was up kept, there when I was scared. It would have kept me you. up all night. But basically, at first, I was going to put it in her closet where she would see it as she's like brushing her teeth. Um, but then ultimately, I decided to put it underneath a few of her covers in her bed. But as we were up there, I was having her do all sorts of nonsense in her bed. Oh, that sounded bad. <laughs> I was like, I was like, show me where Twix sleeps. Oh, show me. She wants to get like Twix's own little pillow. And I'm like, oh, show me where you're going to put his pillow. And that's I'm like brushing my teeth. I'm thinking hmm, Duke really wants that. He, he asked for a scale because he needs to weigh his luggage before he flies with it. 72 pounds. I'm like, wow. OK, well, fine. It, I, it, which is surprising because a lot of times he's just like night. Finally, I can't bear it any he longer. He starts laughing. Twix is looking at him. And weird. I start laughing. And I'm like, oh, me and Twix have a secret. I'm like, what? Did he poop somewhere in the house? I'm <laughs> like, no. And then and then uh, we were talking about his toys or something. And you said, did Twix hide something in the bed? And uh-huh. I was like, oh. Ho, ho, ho. Uh-huh. Anyways, she unpulls the covers. I mean, she was sitting right next to it for, I don't know, 10 minutes. Yes. And then she saw it and she screamed. She was very scared. I was very very scared. And you said that if I had not been there, you would have screamed and not been able to sleep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I feel comfortable saying that the day that this podcast comes out, Zach returns home and we will be getting him with the mask. I'm he will not very be listening excited. to this. So no, he won't listen yeah, to this. Yeah, he won't listen to this. So, you know, sweetie, if you listen, if you supported me more, you would then know. Then you would have known. Uh, but going back to what we were talking about, Duke also dressed up and was a spooky guy in Nightmare on 13th. Yes, a haunted house. Got my makeup done by them and everything. I was in there for an hour. I said, yeah, you know, I'll just scare for... Because at first they said, you know, how long do you want to scare? Because I was just doing it for a video. And they were like, five minutes, ten minutes. And I was thinking, that doesn't seem like very much time. This is before I knew how physically demanding and scary it is to be in there. (laughs) 30 minutes in, I was a little bit like, okay, can you take me out? But um, in my mind, I was saying that. But it was fun. But I told him... like the guy who was helping us at nightmare um that set it up for us um i said just take me out after my group goes through which was kes and zach and my little sister and you know some of her friends and it was a hoot he got me i jumped i almost fell on the ground 
can't wait until we have the footage because I, I know, would like right? to see. Yeah, I want to get the footage. We would share it, but we don't have it yet. Um, but in the mood of all things spooky, um, oh, I feel like we left them with a tidbit last time about your costume. We are filming some of Duke's content tomorrow, which will be if exciting. If it's sunny. Oh, yeah. It has to be sunny, huh? Yeah, it's not a it's not a dreary character. Oh, another a hint. hint. That's another a hint. hint. Um, but today we are sticking with the spooky theme. You're welcome. You're welcome. I know you wanted it. Yeah, and we've got some spooky stories to share with you guys. Yeah, you can go first. Okay. The ambulance company that I used to work for had a haunted in quotation marks ambulance rig twelve. Um. A lot of EMTs had stories about it, but I never put much stock in paranormal stuff. That is, until I had my own experience with Rig 12. My partner and I were working on, in a rural community at 3 a.m., and it was pitch black dark. Pitch, okay. And completely it was dark. Quiet. Yeah, it was, it was dark, guys. We were, we were both starting to doze off. I was in the driver's seat, and she was in the passenger seat. All right, scary. I woke up to a muffled voice, but I thought my partner was just talking. I told her I was trying to sleep and close. Oh, they're not driving. They're okay. I was going to say drowsy driving is just as well, not just as bad, but it's also dangerous. It's also dangerous. I told her I was trying to sleep and closed my eyes. I distinctly heard a male voice say, oh, my God, am I dying? Followed by a few seconds of heavy breathing. My partner and I sat up straight and looked back into the patient compartment where it sounded like the voice had come from. Things were quiet for a couple of seconds. Then we heard the click of an oxygen bottle regulator and a hiss as if it was leaking. I turned on the lights and we ran out of the rig. I thought a transient might have climbed in while we were asleep. So we opened the rear doors. No one was there. I checked the oxygen bottles. Neither was opened. We didn't sleep much after that. We had both heard the same noise and have never been able to explain how we both heard a man talking in the back of an ambulance. You know, maybe one of them had been watching a YouTube video and forgot. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Sounds spooky. Yeah, it does. Um, Sounds like something that someone who works in an ambulance would have happened to them. That's why I, it's not the job for me. Mm-hmm. It's too scary. Yes. Um, This one I'm going to read is called The Red Lady of Ooh. Huntingdon College. Ooh. Okay. I know. Here's a story that dates back to the 1910s, but almost any student at Huntingdon College in Montgomery, Alabama should recognize it because the events that led up to it are said to have actually happened. As the story goes, in 1910, a young woman who was new to the school was known for her love of the color red. Taylor Swift? Don't talk to me about the new album. I haven't listened to it. (gasps) Neither have I. Shocking. Oh, okay. Great. The people have been spared of a Taylor Swift episode. Could you imagine? Might might be the next one. Sadly, she was known for being strange and a loner. As the first term got underway, the young woman grew increasingly isolated. Eventually, she took her life by slashing her wrists. (laughs) Pleasant. This is a pleasant story. Her body was discovered in a red gown, drenched in blood. From then on, the students and faculty had been reporting sightings of a young woman dressed in all red. She's appeared all around the college campus. The figure dwelling in in isolation is often cited as a reminder of the importance of being kind to one's peers. Now, this is giving me peace builder vibes a little bit. Me too. I am a peace builder. I build peace. I don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. I don't know it's what It's a song, song that is. we had to learn when we were in elementary school because of the wrap up, you know. It's also giving me kind of like I don't know. It was more believable until the end when they're like It's, it's a, a reminder. Yeah, it's a comfort. Like no, seeing a spooky ghost is not a comfort. No. Okay. This starts off 
I don't believe in ghosts, but after all, no matter how, oh wait, okay, weird. I don't believe in ghosts, but a few years ago, I moved into a one bedroom apartment in Melbourne, Australia. Ooh, shout out to Australia. Would you ever go to Australia? Yes, but I would be scared of the spiders. Me too. That's the reason why I'm like, well, there's two reasons. Number one, spiders. Number two, the flight is so long. I don't know if I could take it. The flight is so long, but let me give you two pros. Kangaroos, koalas. What more can I say? I don't know that I'm a fan of kangaroos anymore. I used to think because kangaroos of, were cool. Have you seen those videos of them beating things yes, up? Yes, the videos that I see of them are so scary They're that savage. I don't know if I want to. Now, in Winnie the Pooh, isn't there a kangaroo? Or no? Isn't Roo a baby kangaroo? I think so. That is ringing bells, but that seems very odd to have a kangaroo with well i guess why is there a bear and a a piglet and a a tiger tiger. there probably is a kangaroo i think it is i think so um yeah and its name's rue i mean that makes sense anyway (laughs) so a one-bedroom apartment in melbourne it was my first time living on my own the apartment block had been built in the 1930s i'd been there for a few months when i came home from work one day and went into the bathroom i saw something strange a wooden board which had covered a hole in the ceiling that led to the small attic space lay fractured in two pieces on the ground. I examined the pieces. The board was an inch thick and it would have taken Bruce Lee to break it. I thought the landlord had sent someone to work on the attic. I was frozen stiff with fear. Ooh, someone is up there for sure, I thought. I emailed pictures to the landlord asking if anyone had been there with an undertone of annoyance since she hadn't warned me me or asked my permission. Her reply read, please call me as soon as you are able to. I called and she explained that her last... Two tenants had said the same thing happened. She promised to replace the board, and she did. Okay, at this point, like, get something better than the board. A month later, I woke up one night around 4 a.m. My body was covered in goosebumps. I felt like someone was rubbing his or her hands on me. Everything was silent, but then I heard a dragging sound coming from above my bed. It was as if someone was pulling a sack of potatoes. I froze or a body. I froze, convinced someone was up there. There is no way an animal could make that sound. After five minutes, I worked up the courage to turn on the light, armed myself with a cricket bat and walked to the bathroom that's when i saw the new board covering the hole was broken in two i felt sick the dragging sound had stopped but i heard something else whispering the sound was clear and coming from the attic it sounded like children's voices (gasps) creepy and i could hear one sentence repeated over and over it's your turn it's your turn I switched on every light in the apartment to make things feel normal. It was 5 a.m. and dark outside. I watched TV to try and unwind. Then a fuse blew. My pet buggy? Bud- buddy? Budgie? Buggy? I don't know. It's Boogie? B-U-D-G-I-E. Budgie. Dexter, whom I kept in the kitchen, usually never made a sound at night. Oh, it must be some type of bird. But he started squawking like he was being strangled. <gasps> Sad, not the animal. I'd never heard him make those sorts of noises. He was screaming. I grabbed my car keys and ran out, sat in my car, and waited there until the sun came up. When I saw people walking their dogs, this comforted me enough to go back in. No. Why would the, Why does this comforting you enough to go back in after spending the whole night in your car? You yeah. know that it hasn't come out of the house. You've been watching the house the whole time. Like, I feel like I would call the, pe- the police. Oh, I would 100%. For sure. For sure. 100%. The front door was open, but I figured I might have forgotten to close it when I ran out. I went into the kitchen to check on Dexter. (gasps) Why didn't she take Dexter with her? Was it dead? But he wasn't in his cage. I felt sick again. All my windows were closed, so I looked everywhere inside. When I walked into the bathroom, I heard splashing. Dexter was half drowned in the toilet. I took him out, washed him, and dried him. I was so confused. At 8 a.m., I called the landlord and gave her a watered-down version of the night. Oh, wow, you heard the whispering too, she said. I stayed in the apartment for another 18 months. I heard the whispering on a few occasions, and twice the board covering the hole in the ceiling moved. Although I live elsewhere now, the landlord recently called. She said that her new tenants had begged to speak with me about some of the stuff that's been going on. Forget it. It's their problem now. 
Light it on fire. So many things. One, cover the hole in the attic. Like, I mean, how many times do you have to access an attic? Not very much. Never. Like, get something that locks or completely seal it off and just realize you'll have to cut into it. Um, two, if any type of spirit ever attacked Twix, we would never <laughs> step foot in the house again. Huh? We would be out of there immediately. That story is really crazy, actually. That would be a good movie, is what I was thinking the Ooh, whole time. That would be a good movie. That sounds like movie script vibes. But also, it reminds me, there's a new show on Netflix that I want to watch called The Watcher. Have you heard about it? No. It's based on a true story. I heard one I heard one that I can't remember that's also based on a true story that seemed really creepy, but now I don't know. Well, let me quickly called. tell you what The Watcher is, kind of. Okay. A family moves into a house. Uh-huh. They start receiving a bunch of letters from someone named The Watcher. Ooh. The Watcher... In all these letters, he's saying specific things about where they're where they are in the house and what they're doing in the house mm-hmm. and things that you can't even see from like Ooh. outside the windows and <gasps> Does stuff. Does he live behind the walls? Because that's a real thing that happened one time. Are you talking about that movie called The Boy? I don't know. Is there a movie? There's a movie, and <laughs> um, basically they hire uh, this. I'm getting sidetracked talking about this other movie now, but I'm going to. <laughs> there's a movie called The Boy. Okay. These weird people hired this lady to come and nanny a doll okay and they're like you have to be so nice to this doll okay as if it's like a real thing annabelle okay 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 at the end of the story spoiler alert right it's revealed that it's this like grown man who's living in their walls and she's like taking care of the doll as if it's the boy i think and um when she like stops someone to take care of the boy no, he's, like, supposed to be dead or something like that. Oh, and so does she, like, leave food for the doll? And then it's, like, she comes back and it's eaten or something? Oh. I think that she comes back and, like, the doll's moved or something and stuff. I don't know. I hate that. Weird hate thing. That very much. It's not the greatest movie, but it is scary at the end when the boy comes, like, and she, like, finds his living quarters inside of the walls and stuff. But I've kind of you know ruined what it other for movie? you now. You know what other movie? Spoiler alert. Encanto also has someone living in their walls. What? Yes. Bruno. Bruno, yes. We don't, don't talk, talk about Bruno. <laughs> Anyways, uh, wait, back to my... Back yes. To what, okay, so they moved into the house. They're receiving the letters. Yes. You asked if it's someone in the walls. It's a true story, but it is unsolved. Okay. Well, so I don't know what Netflix is doing with it. it, but I think that it would be an interesting watch. It just it you know is number one on Netflix. No, I have no idea. All right. Well, we will look into it. If anyone wants to watch the same thing Duke and I will be watching over the next some amount of time, depending on when we start, we'll be watching The Watcher. <laughs> Ooh, watching the watcher okay well, I, I think know. we have time for like one more each yeah one more each all right this one is called the ghost of frederick jordan this real life ghost story concerns a man named frederick jordan that's kind of a mouthful to say frederick Who, jordan something about the frederick jor yeah. like that's a lot i don't know that little owl animal that twix likes to play with is frederick so <laughs> but his last name isn't jordan Anyways, oh, this Frederick um, held one of the most lonely and desolate jobs in existence. He was the lighthouse keeper for a lighthouse off the coast of Fairfield, Connecticut. Built in 1874, the lighthouse was primarily a way of warning ships of a treacherous hidden reef responsible for more than its fair share of harbor accidents. In 1916, Frederick was... Frederick Jordan, sorry. I tried to avoid saying his <laughs> last name, but then I got tripped up. He was the head lighthouse keeper. Tragically, he drowned in a boating accident just before Christmas of that year when he was caught in a gale (gasps) while rowing home. What's a gale? I don't know. Some sort of sea something. Yes, a gale. Of course. Probably some sort of waves or I don't know. Yes. Anyways, he was going home to see his family. Ever since then, 
lighting and equipment malfunctions in the lighthouse have been blamed on Jordan's spiritual presence. But even more chilling is that the keepers of the reef lighthouse often find the lighthouse logbook open to the day Jordan died. And locals have recounted witnessing an unidentifiable figure appearing on the water to help stray boats to find their way safely near oh, the so reef. He's a nice he's a nice guy. He seems to be a nice ghost. He's who nice just ghost. really you loves his I'm job. I'm going to say that my stories have been creepier than yours so far. I would have to 100% agree. Okay, well, let's see if this one is good or bad. I haven't read it yet, so we'll see. One night when I was 10, I was woken up by my bedroom door opening, followed by someone sitting on my bed. I felt my leg grazed and the bed sink under a person's weight. It's just my mom, I thought, and I opened my eyes. It was not my mom. I found an eyeless boy. He Ew. Had, yeah. He had black, empty sockets about my age sitting at the foot of my bed. What's Coraline. The, what's the um, girl's name in um, Haunting the Pill House? And what is it? I remember. The neck lady? No, Nellie? No, no. The one that lives in the woods. But the young boy sees Oh, oh, oh. Abigail. Abigail. Yeah. That's what's reminding me of. He extended his hand and in it was a little box. I was startled, but reached out. Kids it's a free present. He pulled back. I reached again and said, give it. Oh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> then I blinked, and when I reopened my eyes, he was gone, but I could still see the imprint where he'd sat on my bed. Fast forward five years, my girlfriend came over to do homework. After she finished, she took a nap while she waited for her parents. When they arrived, I tried waking her up. She opened her eyes suddenly, looking up at a corner where the wall met the ceiling. She pointed there, and when she went back to sleep, I shook her again. She came to full consciousness, and I explained what she'd done. She looked haunted. Up on the wall, I saw a little boy with no eyes. He was there in a Spider-Man pose, staring at me. I freaked Wait, out and told so her So they're like, eyes. they're both seeing it. Yeah, they're both seeing it, which I feel which like I hear. Which makes it feel way more real yeah. than when just one person sees it. Absolutely. And like when he hasn't told her about the story. But yeah, then, yeah, right. I freaked out and told her my story about the same kid. Fast forward another five years, and I was still with my same girlfriend, and we have a two-year-old. Congratulations. We were living in my parents' house in my old room. Hmm. All three of you? I guess so. My daughter started waking up at the same time every night. You mean night. four? <gasps> I hate that. And she talked. <laughs> After a while, I noticed she had almost the same conversation every night. I playfully asked. I like that he playfully Who asked. Who are you talking to? I playfully asked her once whom she was talking to. And <laughs> she said, it's a little boy. He's nice. He's lost. And he's looking for his mommy. My daughter's nightly conversations continued until we got our own place later that year. Huh. Uh -uh. I feel like if something like that happened to me, I would want to look into if like someone had died in the home that I was living in, you know, I wouldn't even want to look into that. I would just move immediately. The first time I saw the boy, I would move immediately. Yeah, that is one thing. If you watch Haunting of Hill House, skip forward a second. It drives me crazy in shows like that when multiple characters. Because um, they couldn't move. Okay, but like the, uh, all of their money was tied up into that house, they had to fix it up. That's okay. that's how they could. That's why they couldn't move. Okay, okay, but don't you think that you could put all your kids in one bedroom for safety or something like that? Or like, if you as the parents are not seeing anything creepy, move the twins out of their room. Obviously, the twins' room was a hot spot for ghosts. You know, right? I guess I wasn't even gonna say that they didn't move. I what I was going to say is, why don't they believe them? Like, because this guy saw the ghost when he was little. He's 10. He probably didn't even say anything. But I just feel like people never believe someone. They're always just like, you didn't actually see that, you know? That's true. Yeah. So believe people. But in addition, I hope you all have a haunted, fabulous Halloween. A haunted but safe. Yeah, safe. Um, Walk responsibly. Drive responsibly. 
Uh, Scare responsibly. Only eat candy that is in a wrapper. Um, Honestly, don't eat candy at all. It's disgusting and unhealthy. Honestly, if you have children or if you are a child, please trick or treat. I think trick or treating is dying. Trick or treating is totally dying, but I don't know how I feel about eating that candy. I've seen a lot of things this year. You, you sent me a video of a knife and. <gasps> oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's joking. Well, it was, yeah, I did send you a video, but it's, it's a joke. <laughs> post that in our in our Instagram story. Okay, I will. If I'll they get to it. the end, they'll know what we're talking about. Okay, yeah. A if knife get to the and end, Halloween candy. Go check it out, and we'll see you guys on next week's episode. Or next, next. Next, next week. The next time the mode the next comes time. up on your phone and says we've released an episode that's when you'll hear from me <laughs> <again>, so <laughs> bye guys